Good morning, Screeters. Wow, I was exhausted yesterday. I had a super long install. I was at one house all day installing these different pieces of equipment, water treatment equipment, you know, because I'm Kid Goodwater. And I'll tell you what, I had a game that I was supposed to be playing, but when I got home, I was like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm going to take a nap. And uh, I did. But I missed the game because the nap turned into bedtime. What do you do? I mean, I've heard people talk about this before. Is it easier to miss online games than it is face-to-face -face games? Because it's just easier. You don't have to do anything. You're just, instead of turning on the computer, you don't, you don't wake up. You don't set an alarm. You don't get in your car and pack up all your stuff. And, and it always makes me feel bad, but sometimes I, it just happens. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't be easier to miss online games. I love playing online. I love the opportunity and uh, the added playtime that I get. I think it's fantastic. But here's an official apology to the Whispers of Evil crew on Wednesday nights. Sorry, guys. For reals. So, what else? Oh, today is Thursday, September 27th, 2018. Happy birthday, Haley Johnson. My stepdaughter's 23. Can you guys believe it? How old do you think that makes me? Older than 23. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday. You're moving out this weekend. Congratulations on your new position at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, very proud of you, and I really can't believe you're this old. I still feel like you're six years old, and I'm pitching to you for softball crazy how the time goes how it flies where it goes I always used to say the past is like an old book when it's over you should put it up on a shelf and only read it when you want to and even then only read the good parts I don't know is that a sad saying I don't know I do know that I'm Jason Hobbs and this is Random Screed I've had calling. I find when I've got a, a number of things I need to do or I want to do, um, I find personally that making lists helps me. Um, it's just satisfying when you get to cross something off the list. If you put that list somewhere that you're seeing it on a daily basis, after a while it it drives you to sort of do something about it. Um, it gives you a little nudge in the right direction. So maybe try it. it, it You'd be surprised how satisfying it is just crossing something off the list or seeing the list slowly um, being reduced. Maybe worth giving a go. Um, regarding your, your sort of your health side, um, whenever I hear that you had a bit of a bad weekend or run down a bit, I always feel like you, I should come out there and give you a hug. So here's a virtual hug from the other side of the pond. Take it easy. There was a bit of advice from our Fed, the man, Darren Green. Hey, after I listened to that, I thought it was such a good idea. I decided I was going to make a list. But then when I got home, I just kind of put it off. And then I didn't do it the next day or the next day. And now, writing up the list has become the first thing to check off on my new list. It just says, make list. No, I'm just mostly kidding. Uh, a little tongue and cheek horror. But not seriously, you guys. I mean... 
I, I'm more than willing to listen to more advice. And uh, I think that's a good one, and I've done that in the past. But like I say, it seems like I end up procrastinating on making the list. So it's like, what the hell, Hobbs? What is your deal, dude? Are you just doomed to mediocrity? It seems like it. Hi, Jason. Dominion moves. They sound brilliant. I've never used anything like that. I'd love to do one in a fantasy setting where you've got like a keep or a village and the adventurers sort of spend a, a kind of a, a good deal of their time backwards and forwards. A bit like in a West Marches type of thing where you've got a set base and they're coming back to it. And I can see it. I can see this place, their base of operations, being something that they've got to pour their resources into. So as they're finding treasure and stuff, you've got your carousing to use up some of their money, but you've also got this Dominion uh, move to burn through some of their, their wealth and their resources. So, yeah, I wish you the, all the best with your sci-fi horror setting, but... Um, You've got my mind working on on a an idea for for fantasy. So cheers, Jace. Take it easy. Another call in from Colin. A dominion is just a domain by another name. Uh, but seriously, dude, the uh, the idea of it being a fantasy game and having a domain turn isn't new. And that game that I'm working on is called Steadfast, and the domain would be similar to what you say like it would be a keep or a manor house or a group of people that are headed out and uh, they have a very specific goal in mind which is to get this steading uh, to be a better place and so it would have its own character sheet and it would be troop play so it wouldn't necessarily it could be but it wouldn't necessarily be west march's style the players would have to choose you know which people from the steading that they're going to use for each individual mission and if they lose those then that would be like resources being lost from the um the steading itself so steadfast is kind of a double whammy with the word choices there and i really hope that it'll be cool i'm totally redoing the uh, game system for that though it's not like I'm just going to use something else like I am with Relentless which is Mothership um, but maybe you know I don't know uh, the the continuing factor between the two games the three games if you include the western genre game that was nominally entitled Good Intentions is having this domain turn which will help focus the campaign and help create campaign interaction for the GM that's the whole concept, and uh, I'm hoping to keep that throughout my publication, game publications, which is going to be through Rock River Games. So good, uh, good on you for thinking, and good on me for having an episode that made you think. Uh, I love that, and that's pretty much kind of the whole reason I do it. So as always, people, thanks for calling into Random Screed, screeding on your own, and uh, I guess we'll get into the main topic. All right, people, screeders. So the first half of this anchor cast was pre-periodontis appointment, and then this part is finally now a few hours afterwards, and my face actually moves normally. Well, not quite normally, but uh, I am pretty damn sore. Anyway, 
I wanted to tell you guys that I um, I ran a second play test of Relentless, which mostly is really just running Mothership and trying to decide if I want to use that as the system portion of the R the more traditional RPG aspects of the game. Uh, the group was handpicked, and honestly, it kind of was terrible. I really find it uh, interesting in a macabre sort of way. All the baggage people bring with them to a playtest. Even myself, I'm thinking about the way that it went before and the cool scenes that I created with the first... In half a mile that I created with the first group and I wanted to see what the second group would do. Almost everything they did was completely different than the first group. Um, and I don't know if I'm not setting expectations properly. Turn or, right onto lake. Or it's my expectations that are causing the disconnect. It, uh, it felt slower. We even changed the way that I had done combat previously following uh, Sean McCoy's Mothership Discord example. It's way quicker than a countered an opposed check roll would be. It's all player facing. Um, I thought it was nice and simple. There were complaints about it. Uh, complaints about too much whiffing basically in a percentile game. There's too many times that you miss. My answer to that would be there are things in place that make that easier. Get advantage. And to get advantage, it's a discussion between the player and the GM in a way. Okay, yeah, you should have advantage for that. And I felt like I was very lenient on skill checks, and uh, there were still a lot of problems. Uh, what the hell is this guy doing? One of the problems that occurred was there was a sort of malfunction on the ship, and the Teamster, uh, the pilot repair guy, basically spent most of the session just trying to figure out what it was, but was not being successful on his roles. And uh, I felt bad about that, but I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. The game is a difficult survival game, and do you really just want me to give you things? One of the ideas that and I have a mild. One of the ideas I have is actually creating time clocks for the away ship, the courier ship, as it's away from the gen ship, and it has only a small window which can be manipulated by how successful your pilot checks are. Take the next left. So to alleviate some of the rolls, you're basically not rolling to see if you will be successful or not. You're just rolling to see how long it's going to take in order for you to finish the task that you're working on. So I feel like that was a mistake that I made. And I wish that uh, I had done that differently and just said, okay, this is how long it is. But instead, he just kept on rolling and kept on failing. And I tried to use a couple different other techniques, like from Call of Cthulhu, 7th edition, uh, being luck, where you can spend luck and add it, and then, you know, you're out eventually. Or even pressing the roll for higher stakes. Uh, we tried that fail. The higher the stakes got worse. So I think that was ugly, and maybe that took up quite a bit of the problem or was one of the problems that took us out of the game or the enjoyment of the game that we could have had it seemed like we were more worried about oh this is a problem with percentile dice systems because you fail all the time and it makes the character seem incompetent so we weren't really even testing this game anymore all we were doing is 
uh, complaining about the way percentile systems work. Even though I had multiple things in place to alleviate that, it still wasn't enough and the baggage of that type of system just carried on. And I felt like that was unfortunate. Uh, the other disconnect, I, I, there's when you the character sheet on, on Mothership is really one of the best things about it, in my opinion. And that is not meant in any, any insult in any way. Uh, it just flows really well. It's done in a, as a flowchart style, and it really helps you walk through it on your own without ever having played the game. It tells you almost exactly what to do. And a portion of that is picking your uh, stuff what equipment you have and I said we're just going to use the loadouts on the sheet and you know that's that I don't really want to get into buying equipment or messing around with that I don't want to add that kind of time so later after the game started there was a time when one of the players was like oh I want to use my revolver I'm like there's no revolver on any of these loadouts oh but I wanted to just get one you said we were going to just figure it out as we went well that's not one of the things I was really worrying about figuring out and I probably should have just said okay fine you have a revolver but there's still some of my old school methodologies, I guess, and um, I don't know. I tend to stick to my guns because I know otherwise, you know, the goalposts will constantly change in an OSR game, and we are always negotiating what is what is not necessarily possible, but what the chances for success for a particular thing are all the time. Um, that was another issue. In half a mile. But it really doesn't feel like an issue of the system. It almost seems more like uh, there wasn't enough discussion about how it could work or what it exactly we were, we were trying to do. I mean, I played it like a real session, even though I continually called it a play test. Many times in a play test, you just may do the same scene multiple times. You know, you're testing it out. It's not playing the game. It's testing the game. But... I don't know. I feel in a quarter mile. I really feel like that didn't go as well as it could have, and I'm a bit disappointed. But I'm not giving up, and the players didn't feel like it was so terrible that they'd never want to play again. Well, I can say with certainty that I have been a shambles lately. <laughs> All over the place, mood-wise. Feels like um, hanging by a very thin thread. I'm not sure what the cause of it is, but I think there's tons and tons of mitigating factors. There's so much going on in my life right now that I really can't control, that I am at the mercy of whatever happens, happens, and it all costs money, and it feels like you're trying to grab those dollar bills in that air bubble thing but instead of them being thousands and thousands of bills and everywhere you are you grab one there's like two or three and they're flitting around like feathers and they're very hard to hold on to and they feel like they're just going out to shoot somewhere else and it just seems insane to me that you can be making more money now than you've ever made but you feel like you're more in debt than you ever were I don't know I guess maybe I just have more stuff then I mean with the shoulder thing the back thing and now the teeth thing oh my god the stuff is just beating the hell out of me guys anyway i'm trying to stay up about it and uh in the end i know it'll all be worth it but for right now it just feels like it's a struggle to get through everything so 
keep trying to preach to myself depression lies people love you people enjoy who you are you have value and I hope the rest of you can do the same so like I say it's always better to burn out than to fade away